Come on, man. Let me give you some trash talk, okay? Come on, man. Jesus Christ, I met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Come on, man. Oh, I'm short. Son of a bitch. Come on, man. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Come on, man. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. You've got to get mad. The Department of the Army headquarters just announced an executive order to make the vaccine mandatory by September 1st. That's the first time the Army has forced soldiers to take a vaccine since the anthrax vaccine. That decision killed and injured several soldiers. One naval officer explained online how he's being coerced. Here's what he wrote, quote, I'm a naval officer who spent the last 15 years on active duty. I'm now potentially facing forcible discharge if I won't submit to taking the COVID vaccine. I've spoken to two command chaplains regarding a religious exemption. I'm a Christian abortion abolitionist and cells from aborted children were used in the vaccine's development. And I'm told that exemptions won't likely be granted. So my choices are vaccination and forcible discharge. Keep in mind, there's no scientific basis for any of this. In his thread, the Naval officer lays out the data to prove how unnecessary this is. The numbers are straight from the Department of Defense's website. Quote, 202,567 active duty service members have had COVID, of whom 26 have died. That's better than a 99.987% survival rate. Those are the numbers. No one's disputing them. Not Adam Kinzinger or Dick Durbin. No one disputes the numbers. So what's the answer? There is no answer. This is being used. It's very clear. The government is purging the military, spying on its own citizens because of a virus that isn't killing very many people anymore. And keep in mind, vaccination isn't like voting. They don't trust you to do it yourself at home and mail in the results. They're keeping track. Just how East German is this country becoming? The FBI just announced in a tweet that it's encouraging Americans to snitch on family members who exhibit signs of extremism. The federal government, the Biden administration, is encouraging your family to snitch on each other. Does extremism apply to people who have questions about the vaccine? Of course it does. In March, the FBI put out an official bulletin announcing they'd be cracking down on fake vaccine cards. Since then, undercover agents all over the country have been arresting people for distributing unapproved vaccine documents bearing an official government logo. They just conducted a sting operation that nabbed the owner of the old corner saloon in the small town of Clemens, California, for example. What's interesting is that the FBI hasn't put out any bulletins on illegal immigrants using fake driver's licenses or fake social security cards lately. That's endemic, that's everywhere. They haven't shut down any businesses or harassed any California bar owners for hiring non-citizens at a time of mass unemployment. Why haven't they done that? Well, you know the answer, because the people running the government have one standard for enforcing the law for people who agree with them, and quite a different standard for those who don't agree with them. That is third world. Hi-cow! Info Ninja. Just like any good sequel, I am back for part two, baby. Part two of My Body, My Choice. But is it still really your body, your choice? Well, we're going to answer those questions and many, many more. But first, if you're not a member of the dojo yet, baby, get on top of it. Just send an email to infoninjapodcast at gmail.com. Say sign me up or just say hi. I love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple, please give us a five-star rating and a five-star review. And if this is ScrewTube where you're listening slash watching us, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment. The First Amendment still exists on this channel. So folks, I started out last episode with kind of a confession. 
I confessed that it had been over five years since I had been sick and that I, I never was a person who really got sick that often. And a lot of that has to do with the choices that I make for, for my body, my, my body, my choice. I choose what I do with it and I choose what I put into it. So I decided a long time ago, I was going to put water in my system. I was going to put good vitamins in my system and I was going to avoid a lot of the fast food pitfalls that exist in American society. I think that has greatly benefited my health. I made a choice for my body, for my health, my choice. I also choose to use my body to do things that are going to benefit it, like exercise. What a concept. We have known for a long time now that exercise is going to give you a better quality of life and extend your life, most likely, on average. So that's what I choose to do with my body. My choice. My body, my choice for my health. So that was my confession, and then we kind of left it on a cliffhanger. So why the hell would I get a COVID-19 vaccine? Why? Why would I put a chemical cocktail full of mix of shit into my body? Well, the argument is to protect me from COVID-19, right? The thing is, I'm part of a group that really isn't at a high risk compared to everyone else. You you have the very vulnerable people. These are people with pre-existing conditions, okay? These are people with compromised immune systems because of age. I am not in that category. I am healthy. I don't get sick. I take care of myself. Does that mean that I am bulletproof to COVID-19? Absolutely not. If I choose to get the COVID vaccine, does that mean that I'm bulletproof? Absolutely not. So I'm so I'm making a choice for my body to not put that shit in my body. That's my opinion of it. I don't want to do it. You make up your own opinion. Okay, you do your own research. You work with your doctor because I'm not a doctor, but it would be your choice because you're getting information from people you trust and from sources that you trust. That's been the biggest problem with this whole situation is information. We've never been given straight information. They've walked stuff back. They've changed their minds. We've seen that they're completely full of shit. You can't tell people to wear masks and then be caught the same day not wearing a mask yourself amongst a lot of people. When this happens, the public loses trust. That's why I'm still a believer that the best information you can get is from yourself. I mean, listen to your body, know your health history, and the doctor that you trust. Hopefully someone that understands your health history as well. Because if someone knocks on your door, that apparently they're sending people around to doors. I haven't seen this happen yet. I think they were talking about doing it. I think it's mainly happening in big cities because in large cities, these people, there's more COVID. There's more people stacked on top of each other and they want the vaccine. And this is very clear. You look outside of cities, you're, you're in your more country neighborhoods now, um, you know, even some of the suburbs and people don't want the vaccine as much because they don't see COVID as much. They're more spread out. It's, it's less of a problem for them. And that's really the problem with Democrats and liberals. When they pass a law, they want to pass it not just to change their life. They want to change everyone's life. They don't know what it's like to live in your part of the country, but they want their laws on you. And thus, you have the struggle that we find ourselves in today and basically every day for a long time. So I am not going to get the COVID vaccine based on the medical information that I have based on how my body works. That is me making a choice. So the COVID vaccine is there to stop me from getting COVID, but also to help me protect other people from getting COVID. But that's an issue because if you're someone who chose not to get the shot, then you know the risk that you're taking. So they're making a choice. But if you're someone who got the vaccination, I'm not protecting you. You already are protected. You decided to make a choice to protect yourself and get the vaccination. So who am I really protecting? None of this makes any medical sense for me. But it does make political sense. 
So if I had an employer who required me as a condition of my continued employment to get the vaccination and I said, hey, this doesn't make sense for me because I'm healthy. I, you know, I'm not at risk. I'm not, we're not doing it to protect others because that doesn't make any medical sense. So why are you making me get this? And the answer is it doesn't make any medical sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make medical sense for anybody to get this. No, it may make sense for someone of advanced age to get this. But the problem with that is a lot of times when you have a compromised immune system, doctors don't want you to get vaccinations. They don't want you to handle all those chemicals at once in your body. But in this scenario, if someone's like me and and doesn't want to get the vaccination and their employer is requiring it, it doesn't make medical sense, but it makes political sense. It's like wearing two masks. Two masks didn't make medical sense, but it made political sense. Medicine and politics should be two separate things. Politics creates a lot of bullshit, a lot of gray areas, a lot of non-absolutes, a lot of opinion. Medicine shouldn't be about opinion. Medicine should be about these are facts. These are absolutes. This is what we know happens when we give you this. Politics flip-flops all the time. And if you see medicine has kind of been flip-flopping, that doesn't make medical sense. It makes political sense. Don't you miss the days when social pressure and woke politics didn't write your prescriptions? You know the days when herd mentality fueled by big tech censorship and media buys didn't decide what's best for you? You know the good old days way back in 2019 when doctors didn't care what CNN or Donald Trump said. They just cared about medicine and what would help their patient. There are doctors that have to ask their patients what their politics are before they they make recommendations for prescriptions like hydroxychloroquine. Because some people are so freaked out by CNN and that that was Donald Trump's thing that they they don't want it. They don't care what it does medically. Doctors don't want to offend them. Is that crazy? Is that absolutely nuts? It's like, hey, you're dehydrated, but I know that, you know, water offends you. So I can't tell you to drink water. So now the big divide is conservatives don't want the shot as much as Democrats do want the shot. But you know what? That flip flopped back when it was Donald Trump's shot. Republicans were lining up going, stick that needle in my arm. And Democrats were going, I ain't getting that shot. I remember Kamala Harris going, I ain't getting that shot. It ain't. I'm not taking Donald Trump's shot. And now she has it and all the Democrats are vaccinated. That doesn't make any medical sense. If you were making the choice earlier not to get this vaccine because you didn't think it was medically safe for your body, but now it's a different administration that's that's producing the same exact vaccine. This stuff doesn't make medical sense. It makes political sense. Well, the government, you you see, the government can't mandate that you get vaccinated. They can't do that. It won't work. But their friends in big tech, because they're private businesses, they can subvert the Constitution and do what they want and kind of just be the strong arm of the government. This isn't a conspiracy theory, okay? Listen, this is Jen Psaki talking about how they collude with Facebook to control people's free speech. Go. Uh, Were there also proposed changes that we have made to social media platforms, including Facebook? And those specifically are four key steps. One, uh, that they measure and publicly share the impact of misinformation on their platform. Facebook should provide publicly and transparently data on the reach of COVID-19, COVID vaccine misinformation, not just engagement, but the reach of the misinformation uh, and the audience that it's reaching. That will help us ensure we're getting accurate information to people. This should be provided not just to researchers, but to the public so that the public knows and understands what is accurate and inaccurate. 
Second, uh, that we have recommended, uh, proposed that they create a robust enforcement strategy that bridges their properties and provides transparency about the rules. So about, I think this was a question asked before, there's about 12 people who are producing 65% of anti-vaccine misinformation on social media platforms. All of them remain active on Facebook, despite some even being banned on other platforms, including Facebook, ones that Facebook owns. Third, uh, it's important to take faster action against harmful posts. As you all know, information travels quite quickly on social media platforms. Sometimes it's not accurate, and Facebook needs to move more quickly to remove harmful, uh, uh, violative posts. Posts that will be within their policies for removal often remain up for days. That's too long. The information spreads too quickly. Finally, we uh, have proposed they promote quality information sources in their feed algorithm. Facebook has repeatedly shown that they have the leverage to promote quality information. We've seen them effectively do this um, in their algorithm over low quality information, and they've chosen not to use it in this case, and that's certainly an area that would have an impact. So these are uh, certainly the proposals. Uh, we engage with them regularly, and they certainly understand what our asks are. Boom evidence right there so we're showing you that it's happening they're even saying it's happening and the crazy thing is most americans don't care or the ones that do know about it half of them hate it the other half applaud it because it's their side and again if the tables were turned and we had different parties supporting different things we'd probably have people that would just blindly follow their party these are sheeple okay so these 12 people who you have on a list 12 individuals do they know that somebody at the Surgeon General's office is going through their profile? I'm happy to get you the citation of where that comes from. There's no secret list. I will tell you that these are people who are sharing information on public platforms on Facebook, information that is traveling is inaccurate. Our biggest concern here, and I frankly think it should be your biggest concern, is the number of people who are dying around the country because they're getting misinformation that is leading them to not take a vaccine. But Young people, old people, kids, children, this is all being, a lot of them are being impacted by misinformation. The big concern though, I think for a lot of people on Facebook is that now this is big brother watching you. They're more concerned about that than people dying across the country because of a, a pandemic where misinformation is traveling on social media platforms. That feels unlikely to me. The don't really pay tax big trillionaire companies like your Twitters, like your YouTubes, like your Facebooks are actively taking orders from the government to suppress your rights. If you put out information about something that they don't agree with, they consider it to be misinformation, they tell Facebook to shut it down. That's stopping your free speech. Period. Why would they do that? If there's information out there, why are they afraid of it? You know, you, you make people that are maybe conspiracy nuts a little more legit when the government is actually shutting them down. But the worst part is you can't say actual, you can't ask questions. That's not cool. And you can't actually provide real information, real medically backed information if it doesn't fit the narrative that they have approved. The government is actively working with big tech companies to do this to you. That is actively subverting the First Amendment, your right to free speech. If you go get the COVID-19 vaccine and you have a side effect, like a sore arm, you're like, man, you get on Facebook, you put a post up there like, you know, I got the COVID shot and oh, my arm has felt like junk for like two days now. They will take it down as misinformation. There's an obvious, very pro-vaccine agenda and they're hiding behind this idea that, well, we care about your health. No, you don't. If anybody knocks on your door and says, get a vaccine, look at them and start to scream at the top of your lungs. Attempted murderer, attempted murderer. 
I know that's ridiculous, right? But really, look at them and scream attempted murderer because they don't know your health history. They don't know if that vaccine's going to kill you. They don't know what side effects may come with that vaccine. And granted, all vaccines have side effects. The side effects are normally a very select few, and it's a very low amount, okay? So for the most part, vaccines are safe. Unless you're one of the families that's directly affected by it, then you don't feel too safe. But rappers, you know, vax that thing up and uh, celebrities on on Twitter, Facebook, they blindly back, get vaccinated, get vaccinated, but they don't know your health history. So please reply to them, attempted murderers, and explain why you're saying it, because it's not safe for everyone to get chemicals shoved inside their body. There are legitimate reasons not to get vaccinated, and that's why rather than blindly walking into a vaccination center and getting a shot, you should probably sit down and do some research and talk to your doctor first. That's right. Talk to your doctor. The COVID vaccine does not fully protect you from COVID. They're claiming 90% protection. That's something you need to know because if you think you're bulletproof after it, apparently you're not. And hey, if you're someone who got a vaccine, maybe try to make yourself a little more bulletproof. Maybe cover a little more of that 10% by getting a little healthier, a little exercise, a little good food. Put down the burrito and the Coke. Let's eat a salad. Go for a walk. A guy can dream, can he? You know, I thought of an interesting point. So do you remember these stimulus checks that came out? We were we got I think it was like a, a $1,200 check in the beginning, whatever it was. And this was out of a, outside of a tax return because a tax return is money that you're being taxed on that the government took too much. And now they're returning some of it back to even though that's not always true because some people that don't pay any taxes at all get a tax return. And I used to kind of feel, you know, that's not right. But I've started to realize that the more of our money they have in D.C., the more they just spend it on themselves and their friends or shit that we don't want them to like Pakistani gender studies in the middle of a damn pandemic where the economy's melting down. Just doesn't make a lot of sense to most people. But we didn't get to put a stop hold on that check. But we got our little stimulus package. And they were doing that to save the economy because people were losing their jobs left and right. But now they know that allowing companies to make vaccine mandates for employment is causing people to lose their jobs left and right. And so it's a political thing. It's it's flip-flopping. It's a political flip-flop because they used to be pro your job. Now they're anti your job. They're pro the vaccine because that makes more political sense for them. That's why you don't want politics and medicine coinciding with each other. The flip-flops don't work in treatments. Normally, it's better to stay the course and see what works and study things, go off of facts. But I thought, wow, this stimulus check was designed to save jobs, and now these vaccine mandates are taking jobs, and they stay silent. I believe it's incredibly wrong for an employer to change your conditions of employment, especially when that involves you taking an experimental drug. You have to take this experimental drug to keep your job. Most people, when you take politics out of it, okay, and you don't say it's COVID-19, you just say, here's the scenario. You're working at Starbucks and they tell you, hey, if you want to keep working here, you have to take, take this experimental drug. What would you do? You would quit, right? You go, that's crazy. I'm not going to work there. I'm not going to do that. But when you tell them it's COVID, when you, when you tell them, you know, it's the vaccine and it becomes a political thing, they go, well, that's a good thing. They should do that. They're so socially responsible. Or you have another group that goes, hey, is this still America? Can I decide what's best for my body? It's because that's what politics is. It's divisive. You can't decide based on reason. You're deciding based on emotion. Medicine and emotion shouldn't mix. At OutKick, the website that I run that Fox has recently bought several months ago, we had a story directly linking to the CDC that was shut down and labeled as disinformation by Facebook. Who checks the fact checkers? That's the big question. 
That's right. Misinformation is not the same as false information. It's just information they don't like. You see, when all this COVID-19 started, things on the internet just started to, well, they started to disappear. Poof. Videos I used to watch that, that weren't even related to COVID-19. These were like inner earth conspiracy videos. And I, I need to do an episode just based on the inner earth, hollow earth conspiracies and the, the, the science behind it in quotation marks, but the, the fun, you know, stuff about it, the speculation, it's neat. It, it's interesting. It ties in the Nazis, a lot of stuff. It disappeared. It, most of it is gone now off of the internet. It used to be full of it on YouTube and it's a fugazi. It's not real anymore. It's gone. The internet has been Kaiser Sosate. And nobody's talking about that because it's one of those, uh, you know, Mandela effect type things where you go, I thought that used to make, okay, maybe my brain's playing tricks on me. That's what they want you to think. I know for sure some things that were in my favorites no longer exist on the internet. Yeah, they're gone. And it all started happening around the same time as this COVID-19. It's like they did a big internet scrub job, essentially. And it was weird too, during that process, Pornhub did the same thing. I know I'm not an active user of Pornhub, but it was a big story. This was a, a story in the media that I thought was going to be big, and then it just kind of died. Pornhub got rid of like, I guess they have verified users and unverified users. So like kind of like the blue check mark on Twitter. If you were unverified, like they got rid of all your videos that were up there, apparently. It's strange that all this scrubbing took place at the same time. What does that mean? seems to be very unrelated, you know, an inner earth video on YouTube and some respectable lady getting a dirty Sanchez on Pornhub. So I don't know what the correlation is there. There may not be one that exists, but it's strange that all this internet scrubbing took place at the same time. Now, what's interesting is how they're scrubbing the information related to COVID. This is absolutely insane. We've had doctors like legit medical professionals, scientists, molecular biologists having their videos taken down. These are the academic elite, the ones that are normally giving out the information, but now it's being said that this isn't the right information. It doesn't fit the narrative. It's not backed by our government. That's crazy. If it's not backed by our government, you can't say it. So I've got a little self-experiment for you folks, okay? And this is going to lead us into part three of the series, the grand finale, where I really get into what I want to talk about, and that's really the bullshit premise that they have us accepting now and the absolute garbage money trail that exists with all of this. But here's your little self-study, okay? Get your own information. Remember, talk to your doctor about the decisions you're going to make and do your research as well. Do it in multiple sources because right now, it's hard to know what you're getting is real or what you're getting may be real, but what is it missing? All you need is access to Gulag. Excuse me, Google. You need access to Google and you're going to search this term. How many people died in the United States in 2017? Search for that, okay? The first thing you're going to see is like, what are those drop-down boxes where it's like, the numbers report that this many people died in, in 2017. Well, th that exact number, okay? 2,813,503 people died in the United States in the year 2017. So I want you to take that number, write it down for yourself, okay? Then I want you to do the exact same search. So copy and paste the same thing you typed into the, the search um, browser. You typed in how many people died in the United States in 2017. I want you to now change that to 2018, you're going to see another drop-down box, and it's going to say the numbers reported are 2,839,205. So we had a little bit of an increase that year. It was like not even it was it was like not even a thirty thousand increase in deaths that year from 2017 to 2018. 
All right, no problem. So now I want you to do the next thing. I want you to go back into the search bar again after you've written down both those numbers and I want you to copy and paste the same search in again, but rather than have 2017 or 2018 in there, I want you to put in how many people died in the United States in 2019. You're gonna find a problem. Poof, you can't find the numbers. They're gone. They don't exist anymore. I remember looking at them and going, okay, we didn't have as many people die in 2019 as I thought would die because there was this huge pandemic and it was killing everybody. We didn't know what to do. And oh my God, hide under your bed. And it looked like less people died in 2019 than in 2018. And you can make an argument that because of the lockdowns, less people were on the road, less people were out doing things that potentially could have got them killed. Sure. But why are you hiding that information? Like, why hide those numbers? If that's the argument and that's legit, it's like, hey, listen, COVID-19 was really deadly, but we did a great job of staying inside and we, you know, really, you know, avoided traffic accidents is kind of a default because of this and everything else that could have happened. You know, people get robbed on their way to the store, they die, whatever it may be. They're going to the gym, they die of a heart attack. Whatever it may be, the numbers were lower, but we, you know, still need to avoid COVID. No, they're not going to say that. They're going to hide the numbers because a lot of people infer and they would go, so you're saying, Less people died this year than last year. Maybe this isn't as bad. And then they go back to normal life. And the problem is the social control gets lost in that situation and all the money stops. And that's going to be a big problem that we're going to get to in part three. But they're hiding all this information. They're suppressing it. You can't find it. Go type in how many people died in 2020. You're not going to find anything. There's no exact numbers. They're not giving it out anymore because the real answer is, I believe, less people are dying. But that doesn't, that's not as sexy. That doesn't drive the narrative as well. But why are they hiding this information? Can we not be trusted with real data? So they wonder why we question them. They wonder why we don't want to get a vaccine in our arm. And they're going to tell us it's because we're racist and because we're crazy and because we're nut jobs and this and that. But really, I think it comes down to, at least for me, the reason I'm not doing it is, is because I try to take care of myself. I exercise, I, I eat good, and I don't put shit in my body. So I don't want you to put shit in my body in the form of a needle. No thanks. Why do I want this vaccination? Why do I want your, your laws on my body? Remember that? Keep your laws off my body. Funny how it just doesn't apply now because that doesn't make any medical sense. It just makes political sense. You know, I went back and I looked up the Spanish flu. Interesting. The, the death rate of the Spanish flu. So this is how many people, you know, contracted the Spanish flu. How many people of those died? This is 1918. That was 2 to 4%. So 2 to 4% of people that got the Spanish flu died. That's relatively bad compared to the numbers that we see now. So not the Spanish flu, just the seasonal flu. This is the one that comes every year. On average, will kill 0.05% to 0.15% of the people that contract it. COVID-19 has a 0.2 to 0.4% infection fatality rate. So the flu, 0.05 to 0.15. COVID, 0.2 to 0.4% infection fatality rate. People that get infected and end up dying. So obviously, the Spanish flu was a thousand times worse, killed a thousand times more people. But the seasonal flu, not a huge difference. You're looking at the high end of... 0.15% of the people that get the seasonal flu die. High end of COVID is 0.4%. So why aren't we locking down every year for the the flu? Why aren't we shutting the economy down every year for the flu? Why isn't every employer requiring that their employees get the flu vaccine? 
Why isn't every business requiring the people that walk into their, their place during flu season either have the, the, the flu vaccination and they got to show proof of it with their flu vaccination passport and require them to wear masks? Why aren't they doing that? Because that doesn't make any medical sense. Just like right now with the COVID vaccination, it doesn't make any medical sense, especially for people that the vaccination could actually harm them. Again, talk to your doctor, not your local rapper. Medicine and politics just don't go. Oil and water, Democrats and lower spending, condoms and spring break, some things just don't go together. It would make more medical sense for us to require a yearly flu vaccination and for us to all wear masks during flu season. That's what we, we would really do if we cared about saving lives. This isn't about saving lives. This is about saving politics. This is about saving jobs on CNN. It's definitely not about saving your job. Where's our stimulus plan now? What happens to the people that make a choice for their body that isn't conducive with their employer anymore? You know, the flu is the ninth leading cause of death in the United States, the flu. Where are the numbers on COVID? I want to see what leading cause of death that is. I want to see how many people died in 2019 and in 2020. I want to be able to see that data. I want want everyone to know that. Maybe the hysteria might stop a little bit. Maybe we'll make real sound medical choices, not political choices when we have this data, but they're suppressing it. They don't want you to see it. Why? They're protecting you from yourself, obviously. Do you know out of the people that die from COVID that two to 4% of them die with no comorbidity? These are people that were perfectly healthy, get COVID and die. The rest of those people, that means 96 to 98% of the people that die from COVID had some kind of comorbidity. They were diabetic, they had a compromised immune system, they were, you know, grossly obese, whatever it was, there was something wrong with them prior to getting COVID. Now, I'm not saying flush all these people down the toilet, I'm not saying let all these people die, I'm saying don't make me get a vaccination because they're not taking care of themselves. Don't make me get a vaccination because they are at risk. Have them get the vaccination. Have them stay home and be locked down. This is how Democrats and liberals work. It's groupthink. It's herd mentality. They don't care about herd immunity. They care about herd mentality. This is how all black people think, obviously. This is how all Asian people, all Mexican people think. They love to lump people into groups, and they're trying to do that with one big group now. Hey, we're all in this together. No, I'm not taking your shitty experimental vaccine. That's my personal medical choice. I'm not in that with you. How about when I wave the flag, we be in that together? Hi-yow! Info Ninja.